0: Oh, my God, I have, like, fully forgotten how this works. Like, it's only been two months. Like, how have we forgotten everything? Test, test, uh, test. Oh, oh, my God, there it is. My headphones are working. You guys, my headphones are working. I oh, can hear you, man. <laughs> I was just checking, Chloe. Jesus. Where's Chloe? A uh, bathroom. Oh, yeah. Like, I swear her bladder is, like, nowhere near as small as she thinks it is. Like, I think she kind of goes that often to, like, make sure she doesn't need to go when we're like in the middle of something like a show or like an exam or like the line for the deli in fairness that is that is serious business I know her pain but like you don't go nearly as often as Chloe though. (laughs) well like to be fair when you factor in the fact that I don't need to check my lipstick on account of you know like never wearing any like (laughs) it it reduces my bathroom requirements compared to Chloe by like like a solid 15% (laughs) No, that's, that's solid maths. Like, I spent a lot of time with... Chloe, are you okay? Oh, oh my God, sorry, girl. Some stupid bitch won't get out of the way of the fucking mirror.
1: Dude! Like, we are talking about a <laughs> feminist tour
0: de force today. It's our first show back. And I have new music for the opening. Like, this is. just will not stand, Chloe. Excuse you, Katie Morphe. I was fixing my lipstick because someone said that my lips were so overlined that they were making them nauseous earlier. And how is, like, my wanting to make you not bomb anywhere anti feminist? Please, like,
1: not. My fault, Chloe, that your weird TikTok lip liner fetish thing gives me motion sickness.
0: That's why I went to fix it, Katie, so you could do the show without being weirded out, all kind. Right? I how can live... L- I felt like there were, like, key switches in perspective, too. Like, from Madeleine to, to Elizabeth to Calvin to 6.30. But, you know what? Actually, we're getting ahead of ourselves again. We need an excerpt. Given... The feminine tastic nature of this one. K-Money, would you like to achieve your final form, Frieza on Namek style, and do the excerpt?
1: Oh my god. Oh my god. (laughs) This is quite possibly the most incredible honour that has ever been bestowed upon me.
0: Like, you do realise that this implies you're going to be blown up by a spirit bomb? Like, a spirit bomb of feminist brilliance? (laughs) Because if I had to choose a way to go, man... I mean, like, you literally make zero sense half the time. Like, as mathematically incorrect as that is, I do have to side with Chloe on this one.
1: Okay, 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 okay. Okay, Okay, so gross. Okay. (coughs) November, 1961.
0: Back in 1961, when women wore shirtwaist dresses and joined garden clubs and drove legions of children around in seatbeltless cars without giving it a second thought, back before anyone knew there'd even be a 60s movement, much less one that its participants would spend the next 60 years chronicling, Back when the big wars were over and the secret wars had just begun and people were starting to think fresh and believe everything was possible, the 30-year-old mother of Madeline Zott rose before dawn every morning and felt certain of just one thing. Her life was over. Despite that certainty, she made her way to the lab to pack her daughter's lunch. Fuel for learning, Elizabeth Zott wrote on a small slip of paper before tucking it into her daughter's lunchbox. Then she paused, her pencil in midair, as if reconsidering. Play sports at recess, but do not automatically let the boys win, she wrote on another slip. Then she paused again, tapping her pencil against the table. It is not your imagination, she wrote on a third. Most people are awful. She placed the last two on top. Most young children can't read, and if they can, it's mostly words like dog and go. But Madeline had been reading since age 3 and now, at 5, was already through most of Dickens. Madeline was that kind of child. The kind who could hum a Bach concerto but couldn't tie her own shoes. Who could explain the earth's rotation but stumbled at tic-tac-toe. And that was the problem. Because while musical prodigies are always celebrated, early readers aren't. And that's because early readers are only good at something others will eventually be good at too. So being first isn't special. It's just annoying. Madeline understood this. That's why she made it a point each morning after her mother had left and while her babysitter neighbor Harriet was too busy to extract the notes from the lunchbox, read them, then store them with all the other notes that she kept in a shoebox at the back of her closet. Once at school, she pretended to be like all the other kids basically illiterate. To Madeline, fitting in mattered more than anything, and her proof was irrefutable. Her mother had never fit in, and look at what happened to her. It was there, in the Southern Californian town of Commons, where the weather was mostly warm but not too warm, and the sky was mostly blue but not too blue, and the air was clean because air just was back then, that she lay in her bed, eyes closed, and waited. Soon, she knew there'd be a gentle kiss on her forehead, a careful tuck of the covers about her shoulders, a murmuring of seized day in her ear. In another minute, she'd hear the start of a car engine, a crunch of tires as the Plymouth backed down the drive, a clunky shift from reverse to first, and then her permanently depressed mother would set off for the television studio where she would don an apron and walk out onto a set. The show was called Supper at Six, and Elizabeth Zott was its indisputable star. Pine. Once a research chemist, Elizabeth Zott was a woman with flawless skin and an unmistakable demeanour of someone who was not average and never would be. She was, as all good stars are, discovered. Although, in Elizabeth's case, there was no malt shop, no accidental bench siding, no lucky introduction. Instead, It was theft, specifically food theft, that led to her discovery. The story was simple. A child named Amanda Pine, who enjoyed food in a way some therapists consider significant, was eating Madeline's lunch. This was because Madeline's lunch was not average. While all other children gummed their peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, ew, Madeline opened her lunchbox to find a thick slice of leftover lasagna, delicious, a side helping of buttery zucchini courgette to us Europeans, an exotic kiwi back in, you know, 1961. Maybe it's a golden kiwi, actually. Anyway, cut into quarters. Five pearly round cherry tomatoes, a tiny Morton Schultz salt shaker. I've tried to say that five more times. We are not punching this and redoing it. It's a Schultz shaker right now. (laughs) Two still, Her lunch is still going. Two still warm chocolate chip cookies and a red plaid thermos full of ice cold milk. Elizabeth is a queen. That's all I'm saying right now. These contents were why everyone wanted Madeline's lunch. Madeline included. But... Madeline offered it to Amanda because friendship requires sacrifice, but also because Amanda was the only one in the entire school who didn't make fun of the odd child Madeline already knew she was. It wasn't until Elizabeth noticed that Madeline's clothes began to hang on her bony frame like bad drapes that she began to wonder what was going on. According to her calculations, Madeline's daily intake was exactly what her daughter required for optimal development, making weight loss scientifically inconceivable. A growth spurt, then? No, she'd accounted for growth in her calculations. Early onset food disorder? Not likely. Madeline ate like a horse at dinner. Leukemia? Definitely not. Elizabeth wasn't an alarmist? She wasn't the type who lay awake at night imagining her daughter was plagued by incurable disease. As a scientist, she always sought a sensible explanation. And the moment she met Amanda Pine, her lips stained a pomodoro sauce red, she knew she'd found it. Mr. Pine. Elizabeth said, sweeping into the local television studio and past the secretary on a Wednesday afternoon. I've been calling you for three days, and not once have you managed the courtesy of a return call. My name is Elizabeth Zott. I am Madeline Zott's mother. Our children attend Woody Elementary together. I'm here to tell you that your daughter is offering my daughter friendship under false pretenses. And because he looked confused, she added, your daughter is eating my daughter's lunch. "'Lunch?' Walter Pine managed as he took in the woman who stood resplendent before him, her white lab coat casting an aura of a holy light save for one detail, the initials E-Z emblazoned in red just above the pocket. "'Your daughter, Amanda,' Elizabeth charged again, "'eats my daughter's lunch. Apparently it's been going on for months.' Walter could only stare." "'Tall and angular, with hair the colour of burnt-buttered toast "'pulled back and secured with a pencil, "'she stood, hands on her hips, lips unapologetically red, "'her skin luminous, her nose straight. "'She looked down at him like a battlefield medic, "'assessing whether or not he was worth saving. "'And the fact that she pretends to be Madeline's friend "'to get her lunch,' she continued, "'is absolutely reprehensible. "'Who are you again?' stammered Walter." Elizabeth Zott, she barked back. Madeline Zott's mother. Walter nodded, trying to understand. As a longtime producer of afternoon television, he knew drama. But this? He continued to stare. She was stunning. He was literally stunned by her. Was she auditioning for something? I'm sorry, he finally said, but all the nurse roles have been cast. I beg your pardon? She snapped. There was a long pause. Amanda Pine, she repeated. He blinked. My daughter? Oh, he said, suddenly nervous. What about her? Are you a doctor? Are you from the school? He leapt to his feet. Good God, no, Elizabeth replied. I'm a chemist. I've come all the way here from Hastings on my lunch hour because you've failed to return my calls. And when he continued to look baffled, she clarified. Hastings Research Institute, where groundbreaking research breaks ground, she exhaled at the vacuous tagline. The point is, I put a great amount of effort into making a nutritious lunch for Madeline, something that I'm sure you also strive to do for your child. And when he continued to stare at her blankly, she added, Because you care about Amanda's cognitive and physical development, Because you know such development is reliant on offering the correct balance of vitamins and minerals. The thing is, Mrs. Pine is, yes, I know, missing in action. I tried to contact her but was told she lives in New York. We're divorced. Sorry to hear, but divorce has little to do with lunch. It might seem that way, but a man can make lunch, Mr. Pine. It is not biologically impossible. Absolutely, he agreed, fumbling with a chair. Please, Mrs. Zott, uh, please sit. I have something in the cyclotron, she said, irritably glancing at her watch. Do we have an understanding or not? Cyclo... subatomic particle accelerator. Elizabeth glanced at the walls. They were filled with framed posters advertising melodramatic soap operas and gimmicky game shows. My work... Walter said, suddenly embarrassed by their crassness. Maybe you've seen one? She turned back to face him. Mr. Pine. she said in a more conciliatory manner. I'm sorry I don't have the time or resources to make your daughter lunch. We both know food is the catalyst that unlocks our brains, binds our families, and determines our futures. And yes, she trailed off, her eyes growing narrow as she took in a soap opera poster featuring a nurse giving a patient some unusual care? Does anyone have the time to teach the entire nation to make food that matters? I wish I did, but I don't. Do you? As she turned to leave, Pine, not wanting her to go or fully understanding what he was about to hatch, said quickly, Wait, please, just stop, please. What? What was that thing you just said? About teaching the whole nation how to make food that... That matters. Supper 6 debuted four weeks later. And while Elizabeth wasn't keen on the idea, she was a research chemist, she took the job for the usual reasons. It paid more, and she had a child to support. From the first day Elizabeth donned an apron and walked onto the set, it was obvious. She had it. The it being that elusive, entirely watchable quality. But she was also a person of substance. Someone so forthright, so no-nonsense, that people didn't know what to make of her. While other cooking shows featured good-natured chefs gleefully tipping back to Sherry, Elizabeth thought was serious. She never smiled, she never made jokes, and her dishes were as honest and down-to-earth as she was. Within six months, Elizabeth's show was a rising star. Within a year, an institution. And within two years, it had proven its uncanny power not only to unite parents with their children, but citizens with their country. It is not an exaggeration to say that when Elizabeth Zott finished cooking, an entire nation sat down to eat. Even Vice President Lyndon Johnson watched her show. You know what I think, he said. That's my Lyndon Johnson impression. He said, as he waved off a persistent reporter, I think you ought to write less and watch TV more. Start with supper at six. That Zot, she knows what she's doing. Flawless, flawless Lyndon B. Johnson right there. And she did. You'd never find Elizabeth Zot explaining how to make tiny cucumber sandwiches or delicate souffles. Her recipes were hearty stews casseroles things made in big metal pans she stressed the four food groups she believed in decent portions and she insisted that any dish worth making was worth making in under an hour she ended every show with her signature line children set the table your mother needs a moment to herself But then a prominent reporter wrote an article entitled Why Will Eat Whatever She Dishes Out and in passing referred to her as Luscious Lizzie, a nickname that, because it was both apt and alliterative, stuck to her as quickly as it did to the paper it was printed on. From that day forward, strangers called her Luscious, but her daughter, Madeline, called her mom. And although she was just a child, Madeline could already see that the nickname belittled her mother's talents. She was a chemist, not a TV cook. And Elizabeth, self-conscious in front of her only child, felt ashamed. Sometimes Elizabeth lay in bed at night and wondered how her life had come to this. But the wonder never lasted long because she already knew. His name was Calvin Evans. Okay, how bad did you want to say Calvin Harris right there? It's the weirdest <laughs> reflex, dude. It's like actual physical muscle memory, which like makes me really wonder how often I'm talking about fucking Calvin Harris, man. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We better we better take a break right now because we are aside from all of that we're totally going to get bogged down in how much we cannot handle Elizabeth's amazingness no like seriously like how are we going to get the amount of fangirling we want to do into one episode exactly my point Serge so let's take a quick break right here and we will be back in a few with more Chiclet for Life do not go anywhere we know what you're thinking the pandemic restrictions are lifting bars are open again we're going for coffee now and I think we can all agree we're pretty bad at it (laughs) small talk it's gone the way of the dodo if people don't want to hear about your growing plant collection or your fondness for bad puns what can you even say to these people and even if you knew would you want to anymore enter Mingder a matching app for folks that want to mingle and make friends find someone that's doing a YouTube cross stitch course so you don't have to come up with stuff to say just talk about what you're gonna be boring the tits off someone with anyway Mingder for mates that want to mingle. Friendship not guaranteed. Okay, who came up with the name Mingder, and how do I get them some sort of award ceremony? Like it's a play on Tinder, I guess? Oh, that's very clear. Mingling Tinder to make friends, so obviously... When you're putting that together, you're going to pick a name that's disturbingly close to the word minger. Like, surely Friender is the name. Like, no? do you think that I could, like, use that to find, like, other armies and set up, like, a BTS hard stand support group? Like, that is not a reason to interrupt Cleaner, man. No, it's <laughs> fine. And, I mean, are we not enough for you, Claire? <laughs> I said hard stan, Saoirse. Katie won't even admit to all the fapping she did over <laughs> me and Yoongi's rockin' <laughs> blood in you here. <laughs> stop telling people that oh my god why you <laughs> act like it's not true Katie Morphy? you dropped your phone yesterday you because your grip strength is compromised by fap and cramping like a sesame. I just
1: g- genuinely like really genuinely hope that no one I know listens to this show anymore I mean uh-huh. it's worse
0: I <laughs> did it could be worse like I mean you could have Derek like in your face like like he has not stopped since the announcement like with all the oh what are you gonna do with your time now that your K-popies are, are breaking up okay that's it no I'm giving him a slap. Sarah, you hold on there I'm gonna go where you live right now <laughs> Like, so, like, no, it is actually, like, really annoying Like, he I'm pretty sure I saw him checking out Whether my albums went up in value After the, the whole, you know BTS breakup miscommunication Like, why, though? Like, to sell them, I guess Wouldn't be the first time he sold something belonging to me uh, Elizabeth wouldn't stand for that shit <laughs> That's very true, that's very true. I should really be channeling my inner Elizabeth Zott when dealing with my asshole older brother. She's like such a hero, like I genuinely can't handle how excited I am to talk about her. Like I think we should probably start soon, because like, I can't speak for you guys, but I might explode. No, 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 hard same, man, hard same. Like... When you think about it, like it's really no wonder that like all them water scientists hate it, or like like bitches be hating, you know. <laughs> okay, I think we I think we need to go back a little bit because you know there's there's a little bit of groundwork we need to do before getting to you know bitches be hating. Well, you know it's a fairly universal lesson in life well that is that is true Cliona you you raise an excellent point but um, even so even so I think we should probably go back to to where we ended up at the end of the excerpt um, several thousand years ago oh my god yes 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 can we please talk about there being no beakers being the saddest thing in the actual world? Okay, no, that's yeah, not because what I'm... Yeah, some prick got in there early and labelled them all for their experiments. No, it's a, it's a fair point. Like, no one needs an acetone beaker. There are wash bottles for a reason. Okay, dude, like, she is going to know that we are talking about her right now. Okay, like, no, as not. riveting as all of this is. Oh, my God, you're right. This is super mean. Sorry, Sarah. Uh, uh, like Sup- super mean is a bit of a stretch, right? No, like no, you're right. There's sort a of exclusion, isn't okay? Aw, are you feeling excluded, Sarah? Uh, maybe I am. Okay, sorry. No, like it's it's totally fine. Like you do know what a beaker looks like, though, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> but
0: but yeah, no, no, no. Um, Calvin and Elizabeth, like, yeah, all of this beaker talk has me thinking about that. Like, yeah, even even their meet cute is is pretty awesome.
1: Like, genuinely, like, marching into someone's lab and being like, hey, you have this equipment and I need it. You have loads of it. Inequality is at work right now. I mean, that is, that is iconic, man. Yeah, and,
0: like, I really thought when, you know, we got there in the book that they were going to hate each other and it was going to be that whole enemies to lovers crap that you read about in like every shit fanfic out there yes oh my god like the fact that yeah they just had this chemistry to begin with you know and but the fact is calvin and elizabeth sort of yeah exist outside the societal system so like they kind of don't have to obey its rules well i mean one of them is kind of forced to you know what oh my god like i just get so
1: i was so enraged like reading those scenes like with the pencil man you yeah, But
0: like but let's let's not get bogged down in that just yet like we've got plenty of time to talk about the rampant and dangerous sexism that elizabeth has to contend with yeah but
1: like do you guys
0: also want to go and buy a number two pencil and attach it to your keys that's all i'm saying oh my god fine elizabeth has to contend with serious sexism and not infrequent threats of sexual violence now there is that what you wanted are you happy now katie
1: No. (laughs) (laughs) But but
0: like, it is kind of part though of then why Calvin is such a tall glass of unexpected sexy. Like like how he doesn't subscribe to the same gross ideas that seemingly every other man. And like a lot of the women like around then seem to. Yeah, yeah. And it's not like... He doesn't do it in this virtue, signally, oh, I'm so woke, look at me kind of way. Like, like sexism genuinely doesn't make scientific sense. So he's not into it. Exactly. We want more scientists. So why would anyone make it harder for women to do research? Like, I mean, when he said that, oh, my God. I know it was so enraging. What are you talking about? It was super sweet. Uh, it's super sweet that he was talking about the fact that he doesn't understand sexism because he's impervious to it. Excellent use of impervious there. Ten points. Like, I'm not going to lie, Dad, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, but, like, Calvin, like, I don't, I don't think, I think you can kind of give him a pass on not getting that he's impervious to sexism. Like, like, he's so lonely, like, with his upbringing and everything. Well, I mean, yeah, granted, yeah, the boy's home thing was rough. You guys, we could not be more disjointed right now if we tried. Is it bad, though, or did I kind of like it? <laughs> Okay, no, it's not. (laughs) But, like, no, we need to explain. So, like, yeah, Calvin... Um, Evans I want to say Calvin Harris there
1: right <laughs> it's
0: so hard he's this yeah shit hot chemist and he's working at the same institute as Elizabeth it's not actually that great a place um, the whole thing is that like Calvin could have worked at any university or research institute but he chose this Hastings place
1: yeah and like it's the only place
0: that Elizabeth can get a job after her PhD is quit short because sexism which is where if anyone's interested is where said number two pencil comes into it It's it's pretty cool like it was really deadly that like the pencil kind of became a sort of talisman then after. Oh my god, yes. Like I loved that about Elizabeth. Like she sort of knew that she had to rely on herself because she couldn't rely on anyone else. Like, am I the only person who thinks that's insanely sad? Like, it was like Elizabeth couldn't accept help from anyone. Like, her family was in no-go. She had no friends. Any man in a five-mile radius was ready to do
1: unspeakable things based on her experience.
0: Like, yeah, like, so she was alone, but, like... But, like, she wasn't lonely. Like, she seemed so excited by her work that there was, like, no need for friends. And, like, that kind of... I don't know faith in herself and like not having to rely on other people for like basic I don't know stimulation like that was that was pretty great that was like superhero grade stuff isn't it weird that like faith is a word you can use in like a bunch of different ways yeah okay no you're gonna have to explain that one buddy (laughs) yeah well like both Calvin and Elizabeth are like proud atheists right Yeah, and I don't think anyone could blame them with their experiences with organized religion. Though, as previously mentioned, it did give us the best pistachio fact we've ever come across in the wild. It's like, everyone listening right now needs to read this book, even just so that you know what it is we're talking about. (laughs) 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 But yes, yeah. so like, Calvin's sort of, I don't know, imperviousness to the misogyny that his surroundings are soaked in. Okay, not sure that imperviousness is a word, but appreciate you carrying it on through the rest of the show, Saoirse. I do live to please you, Euclid. But yeah, the fact that he's, like, not susceptible to that, like, it it's kind of what allows him to really connect with Elizabeth. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I know what you mean. Like, and and the other way around. Like, it's, yes, the fact that they're, like, at the same level, like, intellectually, like, that kind of, that's where it comes from. Like, totally, yeah. Like, they really respect each other, but, like, challenge each other at the same time. Right, and like, they never run out of things to talk about, like, ever. And because they both so clearly respect each other and, like, themselves, like, yeah, those challenges and discussions, they never really turn into major arguments.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you know the way, like, people argue about, like, doing the
0: dishes, but it's not about the dishes at all? Like, with these guys, it never gets that far because, like... Yeah, they're always saying what they mean, so you can't misconstrue anything. Yeah. Like, really, it is no wonder everyone hates them. No, like, that was so mean, like... Ah, here, yes, there is nothing wrong with a good bitch. There is everything wrong with it. Like, when the people are, like, doing that live commentary of Calvin and Elizabeth having lunch together. I'm like, you've never done that, Kate. I'm not proud
1: of it, Chloe. <laughs> but you
0: should be. Your GAA player voice is second to none. God, Chloe, what? i haven't been this happy since oh they gosh. got a deli counter in normal it, i can't really do it man, man, look, will you please stop it's a great voice katie why would you take this away from the public oh my gosh but like no but to to that point like i i think i read somewhere that like yeah the judgment of others actually invites judgment of the self. Oh my God, yes. And like, if you're ranking others against yourself, like you're also ranking yourself. And because you're taking the time to put together that impression and like do that calculation, the ranking is obviously important to you. Really? I don't know if I agree with that. No, but like, do you ever feel like you ate a ton of McDonald's, but like with your brain? Like after you've had a huge bitching session. <laughs> no. Yes. Oh my god. What? What? <laughs> 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 But like, but, like, yeah, if you give others more of a break, like, you're way more likely to give yourself a break. Ah, here, yeah, there's the difference. I can't be giving myself a break. Like, all this don't just happen, girls. <laughs> like, but like, if you're talking about others, it, like, makes sense that you'd be thinking that they are talking about you. Well, I mean, like, they definitely are. So, like, what's the point in pretending that they're not? I'm not that naive. And, I mean, if you're assuming that they are talking about you and talking about people is important to you then you're assuming that other people talking about you and what they're saying is just as important, right? No. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit about what I say either. It's just stupid things to say and laughing at Katie doing that JA player voice. Do it, Katie. I man. <laughs> but, like, yeah, like, it's just <laughs> for the crack. Like, like oh, uh, look at your woman there with her arse, like, fully out the bottom of her shorts. Like, oh, my God, that's the worst, like, scarlet for her. But, like... I'm not going to remember what she looks like or who she is. Like, if I meet her, yeah, in the bathroom when I'm out next Friday night, like, she'll probably let me, like, use her dry shampoo and we'll be bestos. Like, bitching don't mean nothing. But, like, what you're saying there, Sirsh, like, like, you know the way you're on the bus or something and, like, you see someone looking at you, you mean you mean like like if you're used to talking about people or like hearing people talk about people you, you're like going to assume that other people are talking about you because like I hate that I hate like when someone I notice like someone looking at me like I always want to like disappear into the wall or something like I can tell that they're like forming an opinion about me like yeah that's kind of what I'm saying because like if someone is being judgmental like if if other people's thoughts aren't important to you, then it kind of doesn't matter because that judgment is only happening in their head if it's happening at all. But like if you're like using your brain to form judgments all the time, then it's going to be way easier to like assume that other people are doing the same, you know, even though it's probably not the case. Like they probably just like your hair, but like your brain is is telling you you're being judged. So like so Stop and bitch and stops that happening? Well, I mean, like, the idea is that it sort of changes the conversation in your head so, like, you have less muscle memory to go there when you notice, I don't know, someone looking at you or or whatever. That's kind of cool. Like, it's just this thing that came to mind, I guess, like, just seeing all those people talking about Elizabeth behind her back and, and, like, also, like, directly in front of her, like, just because she didn't want to play by the stupid rules that don't make any sense anyway. Yeah, it is pretty wild that so many of the women involved in the research institution or that like Elizabeth comes in contact with are like, they're really angry with her for being openly different. Like, like the fact that she's good looking like that don't help with that though. Okay, I wanted to talk about this. So let, let's talk about that some more. Why? Why is the fact that she's good looking not? Why, why doesn't that help with it? Uh, girls don't like girls what are real good looking and are like good at other stuff like I don't know maybe if you told me what you want me to say this would be less frustrating for you like no man no I just got like excited like okay like like yeah okay so attractive women get hate especially if they're good at something else yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, no no, I know, and like I just I just thought it'd be cool to like talk about like why that might be a little bit Well like like this is a bit much, isn't it? Like a girl that's already a ride, like being good at like chemistry or like long jump or like well, 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 the, the long jump? It was the only sport I could think of, Katie, okay?
1: Okay, but I want you to remember this the next time I say something stupid, okay?
0: I think I can hold on to a memory for fifteen minutes, K E. <gasps> <Whoa. laughs> like, 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 no, like, like, is, is this a bit much? Like, like, yeah. What's, what's the point in talking about that? No, like, I guess, I guess what I was getting at was that like a woman being attractive, like it's sort of seen almost as like a character trait, like it's a type of talent. Yeah, it is. No shit like rihanna's built like a whole career out of it okay, okay. whoa whoa yeah. you are not going to sit there and be like we found love is not your getting ready song since you were like 13 well yeah well like like come here like like is the rihanna effect not like a direct result of her like intense rightiness well like it's a consideration in fairness i mean i'm not going to lie but like i mean like nobody. Talking about like Michael Phelps's wingspan and then sort of saying that him getting his cardio to Olympic level is, you know, a bit much and he should give over like what does women have to do at Rihanna being attractive is seen as an achievement in itself for women you said so yourself earlier to do anything on top of that is to take opportunities from women that need them women that need them being ugly women women that won't be able to catch a husband God love them you guys I think it's important to point out that Saoirse is doing air quotes at her mic right now this is this is how you know she's really pissed well well, I have have a question why does the stage director in the scriptures say Katie Colon getting involved, comma smelling wokeness. What's that about? <laughs> oh my god, oh my god, oh my
1: god. <laughs> walked directly into that one. I you said nail better No, 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 no! I'm not going to get sidetracked. It's <laughs> despite all of this bullying. What <laughs> is bullying? Oh no, yeah. To be fair. Like, <laughs> like that all
0: like preserves the idea that there, are, yeah, that there are like limited opportunities for women, and that like marriage is the, t- the pinnacle of female experience. Like, like. To, but to go after a career Is to take that opportunity from another woman So like only women that like Need to support
1: themselves Or need to make themselves interesting Because they don't look good And you know they're gonna They're not gonna get a bloke to look after them Like those are the ones That we should be giving that space
0: to You are reading way too much into this
1: Okay so like why is it a
0: bit much That Elizabeth is a really attractive And brilliant chemist Because Katie okay, okay I'm not really attractive Or a brilliant chemist okay like choose one and get out of my way okay I am trying so hard not to look smug right now is this what Bill Maher feels like oh my god like probably ew <laughs> <laughs> literally have no idea who that is but, but no like it is it is yeah it is a good point like guys don't have a problem with like say Cristiano Ronaldo being like a freak of nature when it comes to fitness and like a world class footballer and having like all the sponsorships and modelling stuff and all like like I fully think that Derek like tells himself that he could be a pro footballer if he put in the time. Like he, the only reason he isn't one is just that he doesn't want to be. Jesus like could you imagine having that much self-belief but like that's only half the story you guys like Elizabeth does have that level of self-belief like she knows what her abilities are and she isn't shy about the work that she knows she's well suited for but like no one will give her any kind of assistance and like there are a lot of people actively trying to get in her way like it's not like that for for guys like no one tries to talk them out of anything like worst comes to worst your dad can get you into the bank okay like dad. That is actually what happened with a guy I went to school with. Like, that is not funny, Saoirse. Get out of my brain. Oh my God, you're messing. Like, it's the conversation that Adon had with his folks before he went to Canada to do that whole, I don't know, rock climbing instructor training thing. Like... How? How do you know that about And Like, other people break up with their boyfriends, search and never speak to them again. Like, he's still on to you, like, telling you about stuff that he and his folks talk about. like, we just went for coffee, like, before he went last month. Like, he seems to be getting on okay. Like, lots of weird Instagram photos of him, like, looking off into the distance and stuff, but that's it. Like, he is legitimately such a wanker, Saoirse. Okay, you have never met him, Claire. Uh, my wankometer in broken, Saoirse. My Why wank-ometer. he breaking up with that actual queen and fucking off to Canada? The yeah? point I was making was. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> then, yeah, the, But
0: yeah, the guys have this level of like unquestioned kind of support, and it doesn't matter how many things they have going for them. Nothing seems to stand in their way. Like, we see that with Calvin, but like, with. Elizabeth, or any woman in the book for that matter, like, people have a genuine problem with them being themselves, and as a result, they can only rely on themselves individually. Like, yeah, like, I argued that like Elizabeth is even worse off than a lot of her peers because she doesn't have like family support either. Mm, yeah you're right yeah while we may be born into families it doesn't necessarily mean we belong to them. That was Dr. Mason right? Such an ally man. Like in this weird kind of uh hands-off sort of way. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not like he's in Elizabeth's face, like, trying to, like, build her confidence or help her become who she's going to be. Like, he's more just there kind of going, no, you're not crazy. This world is pretty shit. And, like, I am here to agree that no logic does still exist, even if everyone else does ignore it. Like, what was... Like, what was kind of cool about him, too, was, like... Like, he just sort of said like yeah like like that bit Saoirse that you said like yeah biological families can be like kind of crap sometimes but like they aren't anything to do with you or who you are if 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 they're not you know you just had those people around you early and if they weren't interested in a relationship which you are who you are now and that's the person I want to talk to I just I don't know I thought that was really cool that he wasn't interested in like treating like where she came from as something that like created her like defines who she is you know. Yeah yeah I was really struck with that too like yeah so often these stories are like oh I was abused everyone come and listen to my pain it's what makes me interesting.
1: Dude you can't just silence people's trauma like that like That stuff is so important to
0: talk about, man. No, no, that's um, that's not what I'm saying. Like, an abuse survivor is, like, way more than just their abuse, is what I'm saying. Like, someone with trauma is, like, a whole-ass person on top of their trauma. But, like, so often we're caught up in that stuff, like, platforming, you know, the fact that folks have gone through something terrible and we don't want to cover it up. Like... We sort of only want them to talk about that then, you know, like that's that they're more than just that. Like, I saw something um, online there a few weeks ago about, you know, that famous photo of children running out of a village in Vietnam during the, the Vietnam War. And this young girl had stripped off her clothes because they were on fire and stuff. Yeah, yeah they'd napalm the village. What's that? Oh, you've seen it in movies, man. Like, it's it's the chemical they use in flamethrowers and stuff because, like, it doesn't burn off real quickly, like, if you just use petrol. But, like, during the war, they used it in bombs to set, like, whole areas on fire. And, like, they found that, like, on top of that... It sticks to targets because the chemical they mix in with the petrol, it's like a gel. Like, it's so gross. Like, it's not just, like, that girl's clothes are on fire. The chemical was, like, stuck to her clothes. Like, it's such an important image. Like, what else was going to show, like, that immediately how inhumane use of a weapon like that is? But but that's the thing. Like, that girl who's, you know, obviously now a grown-up lady. Like, there was an article about her in, like... Uh, like the New York Times or something where like she was like for the past 50 years I've been napalm girl and like I'm so much more than that I hate that photo I just want it behind me like like yeah I agree with you Sarah we kind of want people like whole ass people like especially people who are not cis straight men to be like symbols and and not human like why should Elizabeth spend her time wearing her upbringing on her sleeve or like even after Madeline is born and all of the complications are in that situation like she has no interest in letting any of that define her like it genuinely doesn't even enter her head like she's just interested in like doing what she wants to do and like and that is pretty amazing. Okay, I have actual goosebumps. Yes, same man. So, should you have to like run for office or something? <laughs> oh, you because it's so funny. Like, there's like significant violence that Elizabeth has to contend with, like like overt sexual violence like a flagrant campaign to like hold her back professionally and financially and like even mad is targeted by her teacher because she comes from this non-conventional family okay but like now seriously like yes I was laughing like when I was reading about the teacher giving the kids that family tree homework like my ma always said remember like in school like you go in on a Monday and write the news like when you were in like second class or whatever like to say what you did at the weekend like my used to say that was just for nosy teachers like oh my babysitter came over on Saturday and Mammy and Daddy went to the pub and then when they came back Daddy was falling all over the place and Mammy called him a bollocks and said he better keep his hands to himself and he was dropping the babysitter home where she'd chopped him off I didn't know what she meant but I could tell she still meant it it was Sonny you know
1: <laughs> it was sunny yeah
0: we had chips daddy slept on the couch <laughs> but like you could like you could argue that it is even more impressive that Elizabeth isn't affected by any of that like not long term like she gets battle hardened kind of but yeah she makes things work and like over time that wears her down and kind of wears her out but like she never treats her hardships as like an identity and yeah that is really inspiring yeah Yeah, because, like, it's that whole thing of, yeah, making, yeah, how you feel into an identity. Like, that's that's something that I would have been really attracted to for a long time. Like, you know, like, kind of imagining that you'd get, like... Really, like, seriously, like, sick or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or have, like, a serious accident. Yeah, and, like, and then you'd have, like, a personality kind of by default. Okay, it is genuinely like talking to a mirror right now, man. You You
1: guys, this is not okay. Yeah. You're not, like,
0: used to, man. It's still, Sarah. Yeah, like, treating that kind of stuff like a quick route to a personality is, like, so disrespectful to people that, like, actually go through it, man. But... But we would be going through it, though. Yeah, but, like, other people that go through it, like, like they had to have that stuff take over their life. And, like, that's why they should be platformed. And have to talk about it all the time to raise awareness. Like, yeah. And that's different to the weird thing that me and Kleena fantasized about when we were dealing with latent depression because... My head hurts. All yeah, all right. (laughs) All Okay. all kind, all all Like, the thing is, though, like, with with Elizabeth being, like, all class and, like, wearing herself out in the process, like, seeing as how the world at large hates her for her force of nature-ness, like, she, like, she kind of doesn't need... allies around her but like she'd have been majorly burned out without them yeah
1: yeah her degree on that one like harriet is like legitimately the best
0: yeah like and I, I really like that like she kind of like don't get a lot of what Elizabeth's going on about like a lot of the time and like i don't like think she like even agrees with a lot of like Elizabeth's way of doing things like the lab in the house like being on her own after Calvin and all but like a queen recognizes a queen in it <laughs> like yeah <laughs> like no I'd like genuinely like I loved the way that like Harriet was able to like respect Elizabeth and like vice versa without like all that Ew, Catholicism in the way. Like, Harriet's husband, man. I mean, what a dick. No, like, that wanking off in the bed beside her. Like, who does that? Like, you would be surprised, man. What, damn? No, Jesus Christ, Chloe. My boyfriend does not wank beside me. Like, oh my God, I think I'd have mentioned that by now if that was the case. Oh, hi. Good. Like <laughs> But no, like, I knew, like, someone at home who was like, yeah, in this relationship for ages with this guy who like it turns out was really like oh i have so many urges and either you have to help me with them or i'll just have to do it beside you and like possibly get jizz in your hair wow oh my god (gasps) post blow dry oftentimes man oftentimes i'm obviously sick i'm obviously sick that is like like if you're like like if somebody wants to do that and, like, you're okay with it? Yeah, but, like, I mean, she clearly was not. Yeah. yeah. Did you not hear about the hair she's there? Case in point. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it mad, though, that, like, you've got guys like that and then you've got, like, guys like Walter oh loved Walter loved, loved Walter. Walter. they were all real different weren't they like all the lads like Elizabeth's bosses Calvin Dr. Mason Walter yeah like it was pretty good to show like the full deck of like patriarchal shitness like from least to most offensive Walter was lovely though Walter Pine would not stand up for someone else if his miserable life depended on it I really liked that I really liked having like a closet ally in the mix like where, where he's totally freaked out about Elizabeth being alone with the head of the studio because he's like obviously a sexual predator but like god forbid he'd actually publicly stand up to the guy or anything yeah like misogyny affects men too like it's not like Walter enjoyed having that asshole as his boss like not not in the slightest really just it just sort of sucks that like his spine was made almost entirely out of Man, <laughs> How are you going to talk about me Main man, six thirty. Okay. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. No, that is fair. So, uh, just to catch everybody up, six thirty. Calvin and Elizabeth's dog slash best friend slash security staff is arguably our favorite character in the whole book. Arguably our favorite character in anything ever. Like seriously, like I could not handle the shifts in voice to his perspective. Oh my god, so rewarding. I just. Say you liked it when he was talking to us. Like, the only reason to be using them big words is so people won't know what you're talking about. She has a point, sir. Okay, okay fierceness gratefully received Chloe Queen to Queen combat is a bloody but respectful business Saoirse (laughs) and for this I thank you (laughs) we're not peasants Chloe absolutely not (laughs) but like yeah when when Elizabeth is pregnant and 6.30 is like talking to Matt before she's born like like remember the whole thing with the chalk oh my god I thought my heart was actually going to like leak out my vagina that was so sweet
1: Saoirse my god
0: God. if Chloe said that no one would bat an eyelid I know (sighs) but like Jesus, you're a lady, Saoirse. Like, yeah, like Saoirse, don't say vagina. You'll get kicked out of the upper echelons of society, and now we won't have an in, and I won't be able to meet Changukiopa uh, at like an invite-only car show in Dubai. <laughs> like, how rich do you think my parents are, Chloe? Like, no lie, like pretty rich, Saoirse. Like, don't think I didn't notice all them bookshelves what Dr. Flannery has in the office of his hardbacks girls none of that paperback shit they're a good 30 quid a pop that man is fucking loud (laughs) 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 but but like no back to the point that I think we used to have like 6.30 was like insanely awesome like could you imagine having like someone look out for you like that like human or otherwise like like the fact that he like figures out like tons of ways to like protect Elizabeth and Mad without like looking for any credit or anything like Oh my god, he's, like, just the best. I mean, even just the fact that his name is 630, like, we have his origin story, it's not over-explained. Like, like that sequence of, like, just a page or so is, like, such actual, unadulterated, like, joy to read. Yeah, like, joy, that's a good word. Like, so much of the book was just, yeah, pure joy. And, like, sort of the major populous in the book, like having such a problem with people finding joy on their own terms, then as like a counterpoint, that was that was kind of cool. Uh, how do you mean? Well, like Elizabeth isn't much like other American women in the fifties and sixties, right? I think that's fair to say, yeah. <laughs> and like she doesn't like try. And get in, like, anyone's face or anything. She's she's not even really trying to, like, change the world. She's not out campaigning for equal rights she's not out trying to like tear down the government or defund the police or like blow up city hall she just wants to study chemistry and be like left alone to love her partner and the rest of her like chosen family which is super small and do all of that in peace but like because it doesn't match up with what the larger society wants for women at that time or now like people like tear her down every time she takes a step forward like and even though she's not doing anything to infringe on these other people's lives like she's not like you know even knocking on their door and running away like she doesn't do anything on them. she's just living joyously in a different way to usual in full view where where they can see her and they find that unbearable like it's super similar I thought to like the hate, that LGBTQ folks get now, particularly trans folks. Like, it's super similar as well to, like, hate that other races get. Like, I don't even just want to say non-white people because here in Ireland, like, the traveling community get that all the time. Like, it's mad. Like, like so often people are just doing their own thing and because it's just a little off-center for most people, those people want to tear it down. Like, how dare you exist in my eyeline and not have the humility... To be ashamed of the way you want to live. Jesus. Yeah, I never thought about that. Like, yeah, policing happiness. Yeah. You can only be happy about what I say you can. Like, when you can. Yeah. Like, you can't be happy about getting married before 25. But, like, it's peak female happiness after that. But if you're a bloke and you're happy about it then you're not a man. And if you're same sex, you should be super quiet about it. You know, you're lucky that we're letting you get married at all. Oh, dude, like there is a neighbor we have that keeps going on about how great her nephew is because, and I quote, you wouldn't even know he was gay. I shit you not man You can't be happy About having a baby Before you're 20 Like definitely not Before you're 21 Um, Okay Why would someone Be happy about having A baby before 21 That's like forced Female enslavement man Okay One You are assuming That the people in question Did not plan said birth Okay (laughs) Uh, Two You are assuming Assuming that even if it was unplanned, both parties wanted to terminate the pregnancy tree. You are assuming that the person having the baby, who might be a trans man, Katie, oh my god. Is like like, going to be left alone to care for the baby. Like a lot of red flags there, Katie. I'm not happy with that. Like, no. Okay. No. I'm just like, why this pro-life argument out of nowhere, man? Uh, How is the choice? to have a baby when you're pregnant anything other than pro a choice K.E. Pro-choice indicates that there are a bunch of separate, viable options for all people what can have babies, including the ones that want to be parents early, you psychopaths. I refuse to believe that there are people our age that want to be parents. Oh, so you refuse to believe that there are people our age out there that aren't exactly like you. How are you any different to the women standing in Elizabeth's way when all she wanted to do was be a chemist, K.E.? What's it like being part of the problem? Oh <laughs> oh my <you> God. don't <laughs> mean you've that I'd yeah. mean very little of that But still Kate You can't just be Throwing this shit around Like there aren't no people What want to be parents at 20 And aren't real good at it No like this is Really interesting though Like I, I don't think We have enough time for it today Yeah like Plus Katie's head's Going to explode
1: People are being forced To have babies right now I should post Rovers well. I just can't Just listen. This will not
0: stand I'm going to do the reading And we're going to talk About this man This is not okay Now like obviously I'm like <laughs> all four people not having babies when they don't want to have babies. But the flip side of that, Katie, is some people going to want to have babies. Yeah, yeah. It's really interesting that, like, at the moment with the voice of the left getting louder. Like, yeah, left-wing folks are almost becoming the more puritanical in, like, a you have to live... Our way, like you say, Chloe. Like, why would you have kids when you're young? Kind of getting in on on that joy policing action. I can't believe I'm hearing this.
1: I genuinely cannot believe I'm hearing this. I cannot be part of this group anymore. I can't be, can't be part of this if so It's over. Dramatic. It's over. I'm alone. I'm alone. Like,
0: I'm lonely soldier. Like no, Katie. Like Jesus Christ. This is not all about you. Like I'm not saying that left wing politics are wrong. You know my stance. Like I'd pay tax any tax if it meant that there are people that would get it that needed it you know like the joy policing is the thing like following a historically conventional template for your life provided you're not hurting anyone yeah you know getting married early having children being a stay-at-home mom and not forcing that on anybody else like A lot of people I know would just hate on someone like that so much. Like, isn't freedom of choice and protection of those freedoms for everyone, like what we're fighting for to begin with? Yeah, like I'd like to think so. Yeah, so like, yeah, I think I want to think about this more. It'd be actually pretty cool to reread the book and look for like what... Upsets me about Elizabeth's situation and who I want to stand up for her or like with her, then it'd be cool to think about what groups have the same situation going on now or who I have judgments on or want to like shut down when they're saying something and like think about how wanting to stand up for Elizabeth informs what I want to do now with those people, you know, you know, that kind of Yeah, way. I, I, I do. We are so out of time though. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Yes, yeah, sorry. That was just Sersha thinking out loud like Sersha does. Mm. And you know, referring to herself in the third person. How else would you know it was me? <laughs> You're
1: so cute. <laughs>
0: Seriously though, you guys, if you guys stop flirting for a second, this book is on the bestsellers list right now for a reason. It's not often that a novel is, like, energising. That's yeah. it. That's the word. Yeah. That's yeah. what is is. Energising like a bunny in it. Oh. How, how do you make it sound gross? I didn't mean to that time. It just <laughs> happened. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Oh anyway, gosh. moving on. Um it's oh. I nice. mean <laughs> yeah, a book is energizing. Ooh, I feel weird saying that. Now. Oh my gosh, um, God, um, but like after yeah, <laughs> after the couple of years we've had, like this, this book is it's a bit of a tonic, isn't it, you guys? Yeah. So like yeah. yeah, um Lessons in Chemistry, Bonnie Garmus, it's it's available on Kindle, Apple, Google Books, as well as at all reputable booksellers. We would just love it ever so much if you could buy independent. There are so many places after like clothes due to you know the unpleasantness so it would be an act of supreme soundness to go out and buy your very own copy um we will be back in a few weeks with our next book mad about you by varia mcfarland this was one of the recommendations we got and we are very excited to get into it are we not
1: girls oh, it is true it <laughs> is very true in the,
0: in the meantime if you can please 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 like and subscribe to the show on on your podcast platform of choice That way you'll hear about our next episodes and it should help more folks hear about us. That would be too awesome of you. Um, plus, Elsie does this like totally solo; doesn't get paid for it, you know. Such as the extent of her love of books and talking about them as five different people. So, if you were on for leaving a review, it it would really help the show, um, and it'd be just so sad of you. It's like not even funny. <laughs> <laughs> you can also find us um, on Instagram at at Life Chiclet Four, on Twitter at at for Life One, and on TikTok at at Chiclet for Life. Uh, if you want to follow, you can find like videos, more discussion, and sometimes an insight into where ridiculous group chat it is stupid um, we <laughs> will see you guys as soon as we have got this next script together we do have the book read which is a start but um, in the meantime stay safe stay hydrated mask up where appropriate or if you're comfortable doing so and remember to have some fun we will see you guys later
1: peace <gasps> all right
0: oh i gotta fix my lipstick girls
1: <laughs> how is it? it's booty here from two tours change With the recent heatwave, are your tires all melty and shit? Are you leaving weird streaks up and down the driveway, or is some particularly wayward tarmac getting pulled up and sticking to your tires? Well, don't worry, cause here at Two Tours, one chain we have you sorted with... What's that say, channel? Just sounds like... Tyre-coating for Boy Yeah, but that's not its name though, is it? Well, it's not in Polish or something, man. Yeah, uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, we have you sorted with our... Tyre-coating for boys. We don't know what that is, you know, or what's in it, but who cares, because, like, it's stuff. Dino's tour sticking to the road the other day, and he cycled down to town, like, in the rain, giving his mother like, a crossbar and off. What, like, the whole way into town? Like, Carreras must have been Shoot hanging off, off when they got there. Off, uh, so, come on, come on down. To Two Tours, One Chain Air prices cannot be bet Two Tours, One Chain <laughs> They know much as to listen to the fucking book podcast I tell you